Welcome to the Own Your Health Podcast. I'm Cindy Lynn, and I can't wait to help you step into your health power. Now, I've been talking a lot lately about how to own your health and why you even want to. And the last episode, I shared a story that clearly demonstrates what can happen when you don't own your health. I call it how to become a victim of the healthcare system. And it's the story of a client of mine who I call Sarah and her traumatic experience of being diagnosed with breast cancer. Notice I didn't say the trauma of breast cancer, but rather the experience of her mammogram and breast biopsy. So if you missed it, there's a link in the show notes below. But beyond her bad experience, I share how Sarah was embarrassed for quite a long time. And she was embarrassed by her responses. And when she looked back at the whole situation, I remember her saying, I didn't even recognize myself. That's not how I do things. And for some time, she blamed herself for handling things so poorly. And really, the last thing anyone needs on top of a a cancer diagnosis is more blame. So let's dig into some of these thoughts and feelings, much in the same way that Sarah and I did during our sessions. Sarah's biggest regret and the thing that she kept telling herself or questioning over and over again was, why didn't I stop it? And after we talked about it, it became clear it all just happened so fast, one room to the next, and thinking she was going to be late and and trying to hurry and all of these kind of feelings that we talked about last week. It didn't occur to her to just stop. And after it's all over, it's easy to think, yeah, why didn't she just stop everything, make a phone call, have her husband get the kids? And she remembers thinking, I wasn't alone for even a moment. I had no time to think. And I didn't know exactly what was happening myself. So what exactly was I going to tell my husband? And even if I called him to pick up the kids, what if I just started crying on the phone and fell apart? Now, from where we're all sitting right now, most of us in the safety of whatever situation we're in, It's easy to think, yeah, why didn't she stop it? Why didn't she get a second opinion? Why didn't she get an ultrasound? Why didn't she ask for another radiologist? And what about informed consent? Well, yes, Sarah signed a consent form. And both Sarah and I agree. There was nothing irregular about what the hospital did, about what the clinic did in this situation. She agrees that it was probably all very much in order. But it really wasn't working for her. And it doesn't work for so many women that I talk to. So Sarah signed a consent form, but she barely remembers reading it. And the hospital staff was standing over her waiting. She said it was all so automatic, like it was a normal thing. And for the people working in the hospital, it is a normal thing. This is what they do all day long. Sometimes they forget that for the patient coming into the clinic, it's not normal at all. It's just overwhelming. And Sarah didn't remember any discussions about risks. Maybe someone said something about it, but I don't remember, she said. It was also overwhelming. Now, at this point in the story, 
And this is a story that I share often when I speak. I get a lot of different responses. I see people in the front row going, I've been there. And others shaking their heads saying, oh, how awful. And I've had people come up to me afterwards and say the same thing happened to my sister. And I've also had other people say, well, it's just a biopsy, they're routine. Or why didn't she just get her clothes and go home, make an appointment for another day? And then inevitably, I get the woman who comes to me and says, I would never let that happen. And that's the response that interests me the most because it's usually from someone who's a take charge, run the show kind of a person, someone who's assertive and in control of their surroundings. And I can tell that just from our exchange. But here's the thing. Sarah is an executive with a large corporation. She's assertive and decisive and definitely in charge, except when it came to her health, especially when hearing such shocking news. And I actually see this often, this gap between how women live their professional lives and how they manage their health care. Excuse me. But what if Sarah had done her mammogram appointment as her usual professional assertive self? Working together, we reviewed what we could, what all of this could have looked like, and we called it Sarah's redo. So first of all, and this is something that is good advice for a lot of people probably, she would have booked the appointment earlier in the day. And that's something we, we try to figure out how long we can stay at work and then make that appointment and then do whatever we have to do next. She would have made the appointment earlier in the day and automatically made arrangements for someone else to pick up the kids from school so that she didn't even have to think about a timeline after what she was doing. She could just kind of be in the moment, process what was going on. Second, when she got the first news, she would have probably made an appointment to come back at a different time for the biopsy so that she would have time to think and plan. Two of her professional strong suits. Third, she would have done some research into the risks and benefits of breast biopsies. You know, as someone had commented earlier, biopsies may have become routine, but they're not without risk. So besides the pain and infection and swelling at the site, puncturing a tumor provides an opportunity for the contents of that tumor to spread to other areas of the body. And in fact, even the compression of mammograms has become controversial for the same reason. And routine use for screening has been reduced and even eliminated in many countries. Now fourth, she would have taken the time, she would have had the time to talk with her husband her biggest fan, her biggest supporter. And just having that comfort would have been huge for her through the rest of the entire process. Fifth, she would have gone to any further appointments with a close friend. And this is something that I actually always recommend. She could, she could take someone who could listen and who could remember things that Sarah may miss while she's being stressed. 
So even though she's a super smart lady who juggles a ton of information every day, when you're dealing with a health crisis or a health scare, it becomes very difficult to listen and to process information. She would have also researched other non-invasive options before having a biopsy. Biopsies have become so routine, people sometimes forget it is an invasive procedure. Now, Sarah and I went through this exercise not to play woulda, coulda, shoulda, but to help her realize that she had choices so that she recognizes when she has choices in the future. And she recognized that she can apply all of her professional skill to this type of experience and keep that sense of control that's so important to her. Sarah could still be Sarah, even in a health scare. And just to let you know, Sarah is thrilled that I can bring her story to other women so that they can learn and prepare for those unexpected situations so they don't become a victim of the healthcare system. Now, have you been thinking about what you would have done in this situation or what you hope you would have done? Or maybe you've been through this. Did, you, did it go as you have, would have liked? Or how would you have liked to handle it maybe differently if you think about it afterwards? Now, this is no judgment. This isn't about making you feel bad. It's learning and it's self-compassion for doing the best we can in any moment. I would love to hear about your experiences, the good, the bad, even the ugly. I've had a few of those. You can reach me at Cindy at CindyLynn.com. And until next week, let's go out there and own it. The information contained in this podcast is provided for educational purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice. I am a nurse, but I'm not your nurse. Please see your personal health care provider for any concerns.